Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment news in five minutes or less. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the live audio movement and how during COVID, we saw this completely new format arise. Uh, We saw apps such as Clubhouse, we saw features such as Twitter Room, Spotify Green Room, but what is the actual longevity of the live audio industry? I have such an exciting guest today, my dear friend and internet badass, Patti. Patti works closely with creators at TikTok. Patti, what is your opinion on the live audio space? Hi, Evelyn. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. So, so proud. (laughs) My opinion on live audio, oh my goodness. To be honest, I was such a big fan of Clubhouse. I'm an ex-Clubhouse addict. I I deleted the app from my phone a couple months ago, but at the peak of Clubhouse in early, I think it was late 2020, early 2021, um, I believe in February they had over 9 million downloads and they were valued at $100 million dollars. That's when I downloaded it. And at the beginning, I loved it. I thought there was incredible VCs that joined and thought leaders and influential figures that were- That's right. They had Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg even jump in on some rooms and speak, right? Yeah, it was so random. And those rooms were like capped out, like so (laughs) many people joined. Um, And I I thought it was so interesting. And that interest maybe lasted uh, eight weeks, Max. It went from- essentially me wanting to learn about a topic and every single room uh, being turned into just a thirst for knowledge associated with hustle culture, Gary V on steroids. Everybody was talking about like three side hustles that they had going on, how to make $1 million in a month, crypto, but different types of crypto. And it, it, it got to a point where it's like, who are these people? Are they credited enough? Like everybody was starting a new room and talking about a topic and they would gain followers. And you would start to wonder, like, are these people really like experts in the field or they just want to talk? Right. And we find that usually they have like 100 followers on social media or like didn't even go to didn't have a degree in that field that they're. Oh, my God. Embarrassing. Yeah. Well, Patti, I don't think you're the only one. Um, As you mentioned, during peak Clubhouse, they had uh, over 9 million downloads in the app. However, just one month later, they dropped to under 3 million downloads for new users. And then in April, they had 900,000 new downloads. And since then, Kara Swisher from the New York Times has literally said Clubhouse daily active users have fallen off a cliff. I think there's a lot of reasons here. Some of those you've mentioned already about why you decided to delete the app, but we can't forget about the competitive landscape that has risen up. Twitter with 350 million users has built a feature within their app called Twitter Spaces. So now all of a sudden you don't need to download another app. You can just use Twitter like you always have, and you can also have access to live audio. We also have Spotify Greenroom. Uh, Spotify Greenroom is currently a standalone app but I have no doubt that Spotify one day will have plans to integrate it. For those who don't know, Spotify has 165 paying premium subscribers. That's not even those who are on the ad-based Spotify. And then how can we forget the biggest copycat in all of the tech industry, Facebook, has gotten in the game and said they're working on a live audio solution as well. So with all of these competitors, what do you think is the future of live audio, Patti? I really think it lies in hyper curation, right? Like 
Clubhouse lost a lot of users because there was not a specific programming or curation. It was oversaturated in certain topics. I think if any of the competitors, let's say Spotify Greenroom, were to really have a hyper-curated strategy with clear programming that is then integrated into the overall Spotify app and it's just pushed, I think Clubhouse doesn't stand a chance. That's really, really interesting and very powerful, Patti. Um, I think something similar. I think that live audio is a feature, not an app. It'll just be another way for creators to make content when it's convenient. I think ultimately it'll be a backup social channel for creators where they may prioritize TikTok, but they'll put some of their side ancillary content on Twitter, Facebook, or a live audio app. Well, I hope you learned a lot about the live audio space today. And since today's Friday, I'm bringing back my weekly end of week, what am I consuming this weekend to help you and your friends find whatever to binge, listen, or read over the weekend. What I recently have started binging is American Crime Story Impeachment on FX. You can catch it on DVR, Live Cable. You cannot catch it on Hulu, however. It is about the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal. And I don't know about you, but I was just a kid growing up when this actually happened in real time because it was in the 90s. And there were so many details that I either didn't understand because I was too young. I forgot because I was too young. But it is absolutely fascinating to watch now as an adult. And the craziest thing that I can never stop thinking about while I watch it is that Monica Lewinsky was a producer on the show. It makes a lot of sense because you can definitely tell she's trying to control her narrative again, um, but it's just absolutely fascinating. Another show that I recently finished was Only Murders in the Building with Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, Martin Short. I haven't seen a show like this in a long time. It's comedy. It's drama. It's murder mystery. It's witty hipster podcast all in one. It's a really, really fun show. And I recommend you stick with it for a couple episodes and you'll definitely get sucked in. That's it for today's episode. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. And can't wait to talk to you all on Monday. Bye.